You're now listening to the A Place of Refuge Productive Living Podcast with Bishop Barry D. Walker. A Place of Refuge vision is to cause people to be productive in every aspect of life according to God's Word. For more information, please stop by our website at www.aplaceofrefugechurch.org. Now, here's today's message already in progress. Hebrews chapter 11. And I want to deal with a scripture that I probably have not dealt with for many years. It being uh, the third verse, Hebrews 11 and 3. Ready? By faith, we, and of course, the we that the writer was referring to at the time was the church, saints of God. Again, by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed are created by the word of God. And of course, you go to Genesis, you you see God using the word to bring into existence many things by simply saying, let there be. He said, let there be light, and light said, all right, here I am. And so, again, the world, our worlds, were framed by the word of God. The universe, or what we call the galaxies, the planets, and so forth, the stars. All of this was formed by the word of God. What folks worship now, God formed it. You know, we, we, we tell folks based upon what man said that we Capricorn. Pisces. Gemini. But God formed all this, but, but, man, but man abuses what God forms. Tries to take our mind off of where it came from. So when we look at the star, instead of seeing something beautiful that God created, we see things that man Suggest such as again our sign. You know I'm a. And some of y'all right now, you still can tell somebody your sign. <laughs> and every now and then, you might even go so far as say, you know, she a Capricorn. That's pretty. She act like that. <laughs> it's amazing how how powerful what man plants affects us you you know 
But again, Hebrews 11 and 3. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. Scientists try to figure out what certain things are made by and how they came into being because they are some disregard creation or the fact that God created it. It's not, it may be rock, but God created the rock. That's the origin. And so when you consider this verse, as children of God, we need to have an understanding according to faith. You agree? And based upon that, just say to someone the subject this morning, understanding by faith. Say that to one more person, understanding. And we're going to give our Lord a big hand of praise. I think it's important to understand the two meanings of understanding that, that I have been giving. First definition of understanding is when you grasp or you become aware of the meaning of, of something or somebody. And, and it's important for us to know what this, that, or the other means. But the second definition is when we become conclusive in that we not only know what something means, we accept it as true. We not only know who God is, we accept that it's true that God is omnipotent. True that he is omniscient. True that he is the sovereign. And, and that's conclusive. It does not matter what somebody says because of our understanding, we have concluded that God is omniscient, omnipotent, and sovereign. There are some people that don't believe God is a healer. But we understand that he is a healer to the point to where we trust him that he will Heal according to Isaiah 53. We just unreached that conclusion. Now folk will try to talk us out of it, but we just have reached that conclusion because of our understanding. And our understanding is not based upon ourselves. 
No, because we know according to Proverbs 3, 5 and following that we are not to lean to our own understanding. Our understanding is based upon what God has taught us. What God has revealed to us. Be because we recognize we need his word. We need to be fed by him. And one of the things that he promised to feed us, according to Jeremiah 3 and 15, is understanding. And so our understanding is based upon the food that he gives us week in and week out. Even Jesus himself said, man shall not live by bread or natural food alone, but every word of God. Written and revealed. And that's where our understanding comes from. And of course, folk will um, be in contrast to what you say, what you think. And you should expect that. You should expect professionals not to agree with what you believe. You should expect family to not agree with what you believe. And if you are a mature person, you should expect babes in the church. And folks that are lukewarm are not in the will of God the way they need to be, to be in contrast to what you believe. But despite all that, you still have to stand on what God has given you in reference to understanding. You have to stand on it, no matter what. If you agree, just say, I, I agree with you, preacher. Now, it's important for us as children of God to be like what the Hebrew writer really states here in Hebrews 11 and 3. He talks about by faith we understand. So, so we need to have an understanding based upon faith. I said we need to have an understanding based upon faith. Now, consider how faith is defined biblically. Hebrews 11 and 1. Notice. Now faith is the substance of things hopeful. So one thing I need to always have is hope. Faith is the substance of things what? I need to hope for things. Now I'm not going to the book of Romans. But the book of Romans tells us that hope that is seen is not hope. But if we hope for what we do not see, then we wait for it. I don't see it, but that's what I've been praying about. And I've been praying according to the word, so sooner or later it's going to come to pass. I probably need to go there real quick. Let's go to Romans 8, because some of y'all looked at me a little bit. Like, is that really in there? I, we need to go there. Let's go to the book of Romans the book of Romans and, and we'll see it Romans chapter 8 verse 24 
For we were saved in this hope, but hope that is, help me, is not. For why does one still hope for what he sees? But if we hope for what we do not, what? We eagerly what? With what? Yeah, it, it, sometimes it's a fight to wait on what God promised you. You done prayed about it, but, but it ain't manifesting as quickly as you desire it. But so you have to fight in order to hold on to what you're hoping for. Right? Because God going to do what he said. But back in, back in Hebrews 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things. What? But then he goes on to say the evidence of things not seen. Which basically backs up what we just read in Romans 8, 24 and 25. I'm hoping for it though I do not see it. I don't see it but I know it's going to come. But, but there is a point in faith where you're not going to see what you want to see. You got to understand that. There is a point. In faith where you're not going to see what you desire to see. But that does not mean it's not going to happen. It, 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 that's just how faith is defined. Faith is the substance of things. Hope for the evidence of things. What? I got to hope for it before I see it. And I shouldn't get out of the will of God because I don't see it because that's just faith. I said, that's just faith. Faith says I'm not going to see it, but that does not mean it's not going to happen. Faith says I'm not going to see it for a minute, but that does not mean it's not going to happen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things what? It's mean you never give up. You don't pray for your healing. It, it ain't manifested yet. But you never get give up. Why? Because you understand the definition of faith. Faith is the substance of things. Hope for the evidence of things not seen. And faith will, will cause some good testimonies to come forth. Look at verse 2 of Hebrews 11. Buy it. The elders obtain or got a good testimony. You're holding on and, and folks saying she need to do something. She is doing something. She holding on until God show up and show out. Oh, tell somebody it ain't happened yet. But God going to do it. Because what I'm hoping for is based upon his word. What I'm turning in victory for ain't happened yet, but it's going to happen because what I'm turning for is according to God's word. But then we, we have to take faith further as it's defined according to the scripture. And so we'll drop down to Hebrews 11 and 6. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. 
For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So faith according to Hebrews 11 and 6 is first of all that which pleases God. Matter of fact the writer if you look at the verse went to the extreme because he wants us to know point blank if you don't Please, if, if you don't have faith in God, you can't please him. You can't please him without faith. That's how. You can't please God without faith. If your clap is not according to faith, it don't please God. If your hallelujah is not according to faith, you can't please God. Faith pleases God. And without faith, it's impossible to please Him. So there are a whole lot of folks that are not giving God pleasure. As a free moral agent, I have to make sure that I'm not on that list. I don't want to be on a list that says I'm not pleasing God. I'm not making God happy. I, I want to be on the list where, where God is happy when it comes to the way I think, the way I talk, and the way I because if faith pleases God, I have to understand fully that that's the reason God told us to live by faith. Live by what makes me happy. Romans 1 and 17 says the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. God wants us to live by what pleases him. And, and you know, man will tell you to, to live by his dictates, but God says live by faith. But notice he's specific in Romans 1 and 17. It's only the just that he's talking to. Folk that are born again. Folks that have received him as Savior and Lord. You're not just talking, you're Christian. You're, you, you manifest it in your thoughts, in your words, and your deeds. If you don't manifest that you're Christian in thought, word, and deed, you, you just, you're just going through a little phase. You're not really Christian. True Christians manifest it. Why? Because Christian means Christ-like. And if I'm Christ-like, it's going to be evident again in my thoughts, in my words, and in my deeds. That's your neighbor, are you Christian? For real. Woo, look at somebody else and ask them, are you Christian? For real. 
because you not heard folks say they Christian but you knew by their lifestyle they wasn't born again you not heard folks say that, that God is with them but when you look at how they live you know they not born again you know they not sanctified you know they're not Holy Ghost filled are you Christian or not oh, some of y'all looking at me like you Upset. Ask somebody one more time, are you Christian? Do you manifest Christ's likeness in your thoughts, in your words, and in your deeds? Not just on Sunday morning. Monday when you go to the job. Tuesday when somebody makes you mad. Wednesday when you're tempted to do what you used to do. Thursday when somebody done got on your last nerve. Friday when somebody talking about how good of a time they've been having at the club. Do you manifest Christ likeness 24 self? Without faith it is impossible to please him. And I love the verse because it says without faith it is not only impossible to please God, but when you do please him, he rewards you. So we got another definition. Faith is that which God rewards. Faith is that which causes God to open up the windows of heaven, pour you out a blessing you ain't got room to receive. Faith is that which causes God to show you favor. Old folk used to say favor ain't fair. That means God will show favor to you even though you ain't got a dime in your pocket. Why? Because what you're thinking, what you're saying, and what you're doing is pleasing him when you please God he gets so happy he'll even make your enemies your footstool when you please God he'll get so happy he'll give you your harsh desire when you please God he'll get so happy to where he'll open up doors that no man can close and he'll shut doors that no man can open I find somebody and tell them God rewards those that please him God rewards those that please him. If God hadn't rewarded you lately, I got one question for you. Have you been doing that which pleases him? Have you been giving him all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise? You got to know he'll reward you. Clark, so you sang this song called Is My Living in Vain? Song it in the form of a question Is my living in vain? Then they say, Certainly not. God gonna reward his folk. They can shut down the plant, he's still gonna bless you. They can say you're going on short time, he's still gonna bless you. They can, they can turn you down at the bank. He's still going to bless you. Look at somebody and tell them, I, I'm going to tell you why he's going to bless you. Because can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody do you like. Say to somebody else, can't nobody but nobody but nobody but nobody. Without faith, it is impossible to please him. 
For he who comes to God must believe that he is. And that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Faith is an action word. You just don't hear the word and not do anything. Oh, you can quote Romans 10 and 17. So then faith comes by hearing, but hearing the word of God. But you just can't hear it and not do anything. And I'm not just talking about just wave your hand in church. No, you got to do something. You got to live. You got to leave the house of God thinking, talking, and doing according to his will. James said it better. He said, faith without works is dead get this being alone and so that's the reason he says he rewards those that diligently seek him or those that not only receive faith but they put it into action see see it's some folk that 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 still they're still between living by faith and living by sight. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. 2 Corinthians 4 and 18 tells us why. For the things we see are temporary. It's sight. Which is a reference, figuratively speaking, to senses, a bad thing. No, God created senses. But he, did, he didn't expect us to allow our senses to change us in reference to living by them instead of what he told us to live by. You use your sight to see. But he didn't tell you to live by your sight. You use your nose to smell. You use your mind to learn. But he still told you to live by faith. You know, I've been listening to the great teachers, ancient teachers. Yeah, but don't let them ancient teachers get you out of the will of God. You know, I've been talking to so-and-so, and he is extremely intelligent. Yeah, but don't let him get you out of the will of God. For the just shall live by faith. School messed some folk up. They go in saved. They come out messed up. Come out reprobate. You can't allow anything to get you out of the will of God. The safest place to be is in God's word. The worst place to be is out of his will. And so, though sight is wonderful, I love to look at things and folk, but I can't live by my sight. I got to live by the written and revealed word of God. And, and see, some of us, we, we like the old folk using, we straddle the fence. When it's convenient, we live by faith. But when it's not convenient, we live by sight. 
Say to your neighbor, you can't be playing games with God. You're a faith walker on Sunday. But then Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, you're a sight walker. You got to make up in your mind, you're going to be a sight walker or a faith walker. Well, God gave us the doctor. He gave us the lawyer. He gave, yeah, and you're right. But you use folks based upon the word. You don't ignore them. But you have to be led by God in every aspect of your life. Why? The just shall live by faith. Living means that you're going to do things. You're going to go to the doctor. You're going to go to the grocery store. You're going to go to school. You're going to go to your job. You're going you're gonna to go outside and talk to your neighbor. And you're going to do a lot of more things. But whatever you do, you still got to live by. And, and so if we are going to live by faith. Based upon how faith is. Define, biblically speaking, we need to have understanding when it comes to faith. And that's what the Hebrew writer talks about here in Hebrews 11 and 3. We need to have an understanding when it comes to faith. Because, see, one, one of the reasons we, we jump from from faith to sight is because our understanding is not where it needs to be. See, see if, if we really understood that God was going to heal us, we wouldn't be confused as to whether we need to do this, that, or the other. We would just wait on God to direct our path. But when you're not conclusive. That God going to heal you. Whether through a person. Through an angel. Or, or just a spoken word. Then you'll try to find other solutions. But when you have an understanding, you just wait and say, God, should I go to this doctor? You said, ask and it shall be given. And so I just want to know from you. And your understanding is based upon just one little scripture. Matthew 77, ask and it shall be given. I'm just going to ask him and wait till he tell me. And I know he's going to tell me directly or indirectly. God ain't going to show up and, and talk to you in your prayer closet all the time. Sometime God, God going to give you your answer through your preacher. Sometime God going to give you your answer through a brother or sister that you're talking to. Through the praise team. You just, you just have to be ready to receive. The Bible said let the church have an ear. Or listen to what the Spirit is saying. Right? That's in the book of Revelation. 
We have to be to the point where we're ready to listen. And when he tells us, we just, we just do it. Don't ever just do something God ain't told you. Well, he one of the best doctors in such and such, such. Yeah, but did God tell you to use him? Woo! Say to your neighbor, we got to have an understanding. Based upon faith. So he says, by faith we understand that the worlds, the universe, the planets, breaking it down, the seasons, were created by God. Not just spring, summer, fall and winter. No, but Seasons when it comes to God's people. The worlds, the seasons were framed by the word of God. See, when you live by faith, you, you don't allow a pandemic to take you out of God's will. Well, should I ignore the pandemic? No. You deal with the pandemic by faith. Why? That's how you live. God is not going to tell you to be disorderly because he is a God of order. See, some folk will, will ignore stuff and say it's God. But no, God is a God of, of order. God allows certain things to happen in the earth. But as just people, we, we have to deal with whatever comes our way by faith. Whether in the church or outside of the church. And so, I have to be to the point to where I, I recognize that, that God in his omniscience has seasons. I don't want to get out of his seasons. I, I, I don't want to allow certain things that, that, that happen to get me out of his will. Jesus even told his, his disciples, he, he said, look, this is going to take place. Tribulation is going to take place. Pestilence or pandemic is going to take place. But, but see that you don't let these things trouble you. Don't let these things get you out of my will. Don't allow these things to stop you from living by faith. See, things going to happen, but you still have to live by faith. Well, is living by faith wearing a mask? If, that, if, if that's where you are. Matter of fact, if you go somewhere and they tell you to put it on, put it on. Why? Because you're not trying to cause no confusion. Is that living by faith? Yes. 1 Corinthians 14, God is not the author of. But now don't try to make what the world is doing the order in God's church.
Well, I think everybody should be wearing masks. That may be your, your opinion. That's okay if that's how you feel, but that, that don't mean that's what God wants in his church. Well, we have to be led by God. I seen a guy in the car by himself. He had on a mask. Riding away. Riding up, riding up uh, what was I at? 75. I was on 75, uh, just riding in there by himself. I didn't have one. That was his choice. My choice. We are free moral agents. But, but as just people, we can't do just because other folks are doing. We still have to live by faith. And where you are in faith, you may be like, I, I'm going to do such and such. I feel, and God okay with that. But just because that's where you are, that does not mean that's where I am. <laughs> Clearly, biblically speaking, there are different levels. I may be able to trust God to give him, him my whole check and believe that he may give me more money. You may say, well, right now, I'm just going to give him 10% and $2 as an offer. That's where you are. Ain't no need of me looking down on you because that's where you are. I just got to know where I am. But wherever you are and wherever I am, we still have to live by if you're a babe, you got to live by faith as much as life in you. You can't do all that I do. Why? You're not on that level. But whatever level you're on, you do it according to God's written and revealed word. I don't expect babes to be able to pray, to be able to stand like I stand because that's not Bible. But I do expect you to stand as much as God has given you. Why? Because just because you're a babe does not mean you have to live by faith. The just, whether well, babes are grown, have to live by By faith, we understand that the worlds were what? Framed by the word of God. God made the world, made the seasons. They were there talking about better and bigger is here and coming. Don't they see what's going on? We don't walk by sight. We walk by faith. Yeah, we, we got eyes. God gave us these eyes. We can see it. But we got to stay in the season that we're in and not allow the signs of the times to pull us out of the will of God. Why? Because the best place to be is in the will of God. And the worst place to be is out of the will of God. How many are understanding? You can be in the same room with somebody, but, but your faith versus that person's faith can, can be like night and day. 
you got to know where you are. And you can't allow anybody to get you out of the season of God. God is the one that framed or created seasons. He is the one that brought into existence everything that we can see and everything that we can touch. Man may take what God created and turn it into something evil, but you go back to the origin, it was good. That's the reason in the book of Genesis, after God had, had framed the world or created everything, he looked at his creation and said, it is good. Everything is good. It's just man that corrupts what God created to be good, not just for a little while, but for eternity. Everything he created was good. Even when he created man, it was good. But the pollutions of the world, the dictates of society that are given by ungodly folk will mess us up, even the church. Because sadly, some of the most evil places you can go is a, is a place called a church. Because you have men and women that are conforming to the standards of the world instead of the will of God. And we should know better. Why? Again, because the best place to be is in God's will. And the worst place to be is out of his will. Lord of mercy. Y'all stay with me. He goes on to say this. Well, let me read the entire verse again. Hebrews 11 and 3. By faith we understand that the words were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen, what I can see, what I can touch were not made of things which are visible. See, see, man would try to take what God created and say it came from something other than God. See, we can't do that. E e even when a doctor does a good job, we're going to give God the glory. Why? Because it was God that led us to him. Doctor did good, but I got to give all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise to God because I wouldn't even be in your office if he hadn't told me to come here. Mr. Banker, I thank you for the law. I appreciate you giving me the law, but I got to give God all the glory, honor, and the praise because if he wouldn't have told me to come to your bank, it never would have happened. On your job, you, when you know that God is the one that opened up the door for you to get that job, you knew you were less qualified than everybody that put in an application. But he gave you that job. You thank him for the job. But then you turn around and give God all the glory, honor, 
and the praise for opening up that door. Why? Because God should be the number one person that we talk to, that we take advice from every single day. Why? The just live by faith. Just live by what? Just live by faith. And so, if he made all that we see, we need to have a better understanding of, of his creation. Not only based upon Genesis, because I've been quoting Genesis, but I want to deal with it based upon another, well, a couple of more books. Let's start in the book of Colossians. Lord have mercy. Y'all all right? How many are receiving? How many are repenting? Because some things we have done, we knew God didn't lead us to do. But consider Colossians 1, we'll start at verse 15. Now this is talking about Jesus. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over, notice, all creation. This is Jesus. He is over all creation. Verse 16. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth. Notice the visible and invisible. Things we see and things we do not see. So you got to understand that when you pray, God working on your behalf, even though you don't see it. But as a person of faith, you know that God works in reference to things you see and things you do not see. Look at it again. Verse 16. For by him all things were created that are, that are in heaven and that are on earth visible and invisible. Whether thrones, dominions, or principalities are powers. All things were made by him. Look at it. All things were created through him and for him. Verse 17. And he is before. Help me. And in him all things consist. Who is he then? Break it down some more. And he is the head of who? The body. The church. Who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead. That in all things he may have the preeminence. That's the reason when Jesus rose, he didn't rise with some authority. He rose with all authority, all power in the heavens and the earth, even hell. 
I said, even hell. He got all power. Read Joel 1 and 2 when, when you get time, and, and you'll see that even the devil have to come to Jesus to get permission to do stuff. He got all power. Your little supervisor, they try to boss everybody around, make, make 10 cents more than you. He gonna boss you all day, make 10 cents more than you. God is over him. He's over all powers. He, even folks that say he don't exist, he's over them. He's over everything and everybody. That's the reason you never let that which God created dictate to you that you should live based upon what he or she says rather than God. And that's what folk wanted Peter and, and the apostles to do in the first century church. They told them, look, you're going to have to stop teaching in this name, Jesus. So you're going to have to stop doing it. And, 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 so, and so they beat him and so forth. And after you're going to stop doing it, he said, look, I'm going to ask you something. Should we obey you or obey God? He didn't even wait for the answer. He said, you just be the judge. He said, but look, we're going to obey God. But it just didn't happen with Peter and the first and the first century church, it happened when, when it came to the three Hebrew boards. When uh, the king was, was uh, casting folks into the fiery furnace, had folks bowing the knee, bowing the knee, saying, saying they're going to do everything that, that Nebuchadnezzar says, but here go these three just folk. And you know you're going to always have somebody that's going to be peeping to see who's doing this, that, and the other. And so you have folk peeping, and they notice that, hey, these three boys, everybody around here bowing, but they ain't bowing. They didn't bow because they were just. They put God first. And so the king said, hey, bring them here. Bring, bring them to me. Don't expose them. And so he asked the boys the question. He said, uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, is it true that you don't worship the golden image? You don't fall down and, and, and do what everybody else is doing? They're like, yeah, yeah that, that's true. That's true. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't been dancing to your music. Well, what I'm going to do, I'm going to give y'all a chance. And we're going to start the music back over and get y'all a chance. Now, now, when you hear it, if you bow, everything going to be wonderful. But now, if you hear it and you don't do your two-step, you don't bend the knee. See that fiery furnace over there? It's going to be waiting on you. Hey, look, King, let me, let, me just, let me just straighten you out right here. Let's just, let's just sell this now. We ain't doing what you're asking us to do. And if you decide to cast us into your furnace, our God is able to deliver us. 
But King, let, let me just say this too. If he don't deliver us, we still ain't going to get out of his will. We going to stay in his will. That's the mindset of a just person. You know God created everything and therefore he has control of everything. But if God decides not to do exactly what you may want him to do, you're okay with it. I'm in understanding. All right, let's go further. And so, still in Colossians 1. Verse 18. And he is the head of the body of the church who is the beginning of the firstborn from the dead that in all things he may have what? Let's go further. Let's go to Hebrews 1. Hebrews 1. Verse 1. God who at various times and in various ways spoke. He did what? In times past to the fathers by who? Has in these last days spoken to us by his what? Whom he has appointed heir of how many things? Whom all, whom also he made what? He is heir of how many things? And what did he create? The world. He is heir of how many things? But guess what? Because of our relationship with him, we are join as we join as that, that means the same benefits that Christ gets because we are Christ like we get the same stuff not to the degree that he gets it but we get the same things that's the reason you never should allow yourself to live beneath your privilege. Because see, it's a choice. Moses understood. He, he said, you know what? God wants us to live above only. And then he dropped on Israel and never beneath. When Moses dropped that on Israel, y'all holding on? They didn't have a pot to dwell in. Nor a yard to throw it out. Why did he drop them on? Because he wanted them to understand that you got to live by faith. You got to believe what I'm telling you. Even though you're not experiencing it right now. You still got to believe it and you got to walk in it. And see some of us right now, we, we look more at our natural bloodline than our spiritual bloodline. You know my daddy had such and such and so it's just natural for me to have him. Come on, Gideon mentality. You, you remember Gideon? Gideon was so caught up in what he, he was looking at to where when the angel tried to give him a word, he wouldn't receive it. Without the angel constantly preaching to him, telling him stuff. Angel called him a mighty man of God, identifying that he was basically an heir of God. Hey, mighty man of God, 
God is with you. And get you like, if he with me, where are all the miracles? Gideon was like, I can't tell he with me. You know why? Gideon was looking for signs. Sight. Just like some of us. Just because you're going through tribulation don't mean God is not with you. God done promised you, heir of God, he'll never leave you, nor forsake you. How long are you going to be with you? For always. But you got to live by faith. Your pastor teach all that faith stuff over there, don't Well, what else he supposed to teach if he's a man of God? To just live by faith. What am I supposed to teach on? Your pastor, he's just a, a Bible fanatic. He's just all in that Bible. And he, I guarantee he quote Genesis to Revelation, don't he? Yeah. He a fanatic. Well, what else is he supposed to be? He need to be one if he going to feed me. He need to know something if he going to feed me. Look at somebody and say, preacher can't come to me with anything. I like to eat right. Tell them again, I, I like to eat right. So preacher got to come with it every week. See, some folk want 15 minutes so they can go home and watch TV. But some of us, we greedy. We want all that God has for us. Put it on the table, Lord. He created everything. And we are heirs. We are heirs of God. Join heirs with Christ Jesus. Folk could talk about you for being blessed, though. Folk could talk about you when, when, when they see that God been good to you. But let them talk because that's what God does. He dropped on the disciple one day. He said, hey, you being evil know how to good, do good things for your children. How much more will I do good things for you? God take care of his folk. But when you live by faith, you have to understand that. Lord have mercy. Let's go further. My last scripture. Let, let's go to uh, John. John 1. I'm closing with this. Y'all happy? Okay. And we're, we're still talking about how our God, through his word, framed the worlds so that Things which are seen are not made of things that are visible. We know that the Lord is creating everything. And see, that's the reason we have testimony like he'll, he'll make a way out of no way. Won't he make a way out of no way? God will bring you from the bottom to the top. In a mind-blowing way. We'll be a high he, he ended up blessed like that. God did it. Make a way out of nowhere. 
You know anybody that, that, that can cause water to come forth where water ain't supposed to be, he also. Moses was looking for, for looking around him, didn't, didn't see water nowhere. Lord said, hey, you, gotta, you still got that stick, don't you? We're going to use that stick to get some water out here in the desert. And cause water to come forth in the desert. See, when you live by faith, you just expect God to do things out of the norm. Things that, that we deem supernatural. You expect him to do that. See, you just can't look at your pocket and think it's empty and that that's the way it's going to be until next pay time. See, if you, if you live like that, you ain't living by no faith. You ain't living by no faith. Matter of fact, you, you, God is not going to reward you because you ain't pleasing him. But when you know your next pay period is 30 days away, but you trust in God to, to pay some bills, you trust in God to do this, that, and the other, and you giving him the praise for it, because when the, when the praises go up, what come down? God will turn your situation completely around. But when you just waiting on that paycheck to, to take care of everything, you ain't living by no faith. Now you're mad at me. Let me go on to John. Now I'm going to go on to John now. I, I'm sitting here teaching you that he made how many things? So he can't make a way for you before your check come. That's too heavy for y'all over here. I'm going to go over here and see what these folk about. He, he can't make a way for you. I ain't telling you to go out there and say, oh, money fall from the sky. That may not be how you're going to do it. Now, if God tell you to go out there and watch money fall from the sky, so be it. But sometime when you done been praying, God will put on somebody's heart. And the next thing you know, they're coming up, tapping you and say, God bless you. You open it up, $5,000. More than that pay period. Now, if you dignify, you wait till you get home to praise. Or wait till you get to church to testify. But for some of y'all that's crazy like me, put five dollars in my hand and watch me give God the praise. And five thousand? Oh, we're gonna turn in victory in Walmart. We're gonna leap for joy at CVS. I had a party at Dollar General. Oh, don't look down at me because I go to Dollar General. That's one of my regulars. That's the only store in my community. Guy came up in Dollar General. Your money ain't no good here. What? My money ain't no good here? What you talking about? I'm paying for everything you got. Dollar General. Thank you, Jesus. The manager of the store, he is worthy. You have to understand that he made everything. He is in charge of everything. 
He allows stuff to happen. He allows, it, he allows the devil to do certain things. But when it comes to a child of God, it doesn't matter what happens. Romans 8 and 28 sums it up. All things work together for the good to those who love me and are the call according to my purpose. How can he say it and do it? Because he made everything. John. Lord have mercy. Come here, John. I'm going to John this time. I am. Let's go. Let's go to John. John one. Thank you, brother. Bob. I'm gonna start quoting before I get there. In the beginning was the, and the word was, and the word, the word was what? The word was with God, and the word was God. God is diverse. He can be the word, but the word can also be with him. How can he do that? Well, how can, how can you be daddy and brother? Now that's just you and you limit. God can be everything he desires. That's the reason we know him as Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Nissi, Jehovah Shalom. We know God based upon not only who he is, but what he does. We done gave God some, some new names. We got personal names for God. Why? Because it's based upon what he has showed up and done for us. I know God will do for you what needs to be done. That's you. So he, he's the God that do what needs to be done. For who? You. It's personal. Why is it so personal? Because that's what it is to be Christ-like. We have a personal relationship with him. It's real. It's so personal to where some of our testimony we tell folk, they look at us and, and in their mind, she ain't doing nothing but telling a lot. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I, I have told folk certain things that they look at me like, Man, I, I don't understand that. I said, man, every church we got is paid for. And they be like, right, now we got this church. We still making these notes. And he think, I believe I, all them churches pay for in less than seven years. Every time they build, they got the money to build them. You'll be surprised. Folk just think you crazy when you tell them stuff like that. But when you live by faith and God gave you a word and you stand on that word, he going to manifest what he promised. Second Corinthians 1 and 20. All of the promises of God in him are yes and amen. I told this man how many houses I got. He said, yeah, I bet, them, bet your notes on all them houses. How to, I said, every one of them paid for. You ought to quit lying. I, I say every one of them paid for. I'm not that I'm just a preacher, but I am a preacher and I ain't lying. You understand what I'm saying? You have to know your God. 
Listen to this. Lord of mercy. I'm in Acts. Let me go back to John. In the beginning was the word. And the word was. And the word. He was in the beginning with who? Now he's talking about the word. Understand that the word was in the beginning with God. He was in the beginning with God because he is. There you go. You're, you're getting it. All things were what? Through him or by him. And without him, nothing was what? That was what? Say to your neighbor, it ain't nothing you see that God didn't make. Everything you see God made. Look at your neighbor. Look at his nose. God made it. Everything you see God made it. makeup you put on check out the origin of it God made it everything look at, look at the verse nothing was made without him again what he makes man will, will take it and abuse it corrupt it but everything on this earth that was made and beyond God made it Y'all on it. Y'all understand it. Verse 4. In him was the light of life and the, and, the, and the life was the light of who? And the light shines in darkness and the darkness did not help me. He shined in darkness. Darkness represents sin. And the darkness did not understand even now when you try to tell folk that are in sin or in dark they just don't understand it man it's something better than that crack better than that coke it's Jesus and they, they, they look at you and they, they just keep thinking that's a church thing you ever talk to folk and the only thing, only thing they can see is it's a church thing they don't understand it's a relationship. It's, it's bigger than a church thing. Y'all stay with me. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. This man came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all, that all through him might believe. He was not the what? Light. But was sent to bear witness of the what? Same as us. We just like John. We bear witness of the light. Or Jesus. That was the true light which gives light to every man coming into the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him. Jesus made the world. He was in the world and the world was made through him. Y'all still with me? And the world did not help me. They had the creator walking among them, but they didn't know him. He came to his own, and his own did not receive him. But as many as received him to them, he gave the right to become what? You remember when folks used to say, all of us children of God. You have to have a right. 
to become a child of God. It's not automatic. It's not what? You have to have a and who gives you that right? The Lord. But as many as received him. You know, when you receive Christ, then you are a child of God. Well, you know, all of us children of God. I didn't know you say. You know, Pastor Walker don't believe everybody's a child of God, but I do. Well, it ain't, it's bigger than Pastor Walker. The Bible says we all ain't ch children of God. But as many as received him, to them he gave the, help me, to become what? To those who believe in his, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the, nor of the will of man, but of who? In other words, they were born again. Verse 14. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. He made how many things? But people in darkness did not know him. They didn't understand. And get this. You can be a Christian. You can be, you can be Christian. You can be done receive Jesus as Lord and Savior, but still have darkness in your life. I'm going to tell you how. When you want to pick and choose what you want to live. You don't pick and choose. Jesus said man should not live by bread alone, but by everything come forth. We got to get it. Well, you know, pastors say they in the season of, you, ain't you a member of the church? You don't pick and choose. You don't have that type of authority. It's a God thing. How, how many understand what I'm saying? Now, you, you can do it, but it ain't right. And see, I'm saying all that I, I have said and what I'm saying even right now because we need to understand. But our understanding needs to be according to, to faith. And I'm going to stop right there because I done said a lot.